That, that's not Tequila Rose. That's Gaviscon. <laughs> oh, I've only, I've only got, I've only got 10, 20. Oh, I've got twenty percent. I should be all right. Good evening, everybody. Uh, both Mike and Sam are at the Oval, and um, Bruce went to the closest thing and decided to go down to Clee Cricket Club, and is drinking Gaviscon from a shot glass. How was the race? No, I've been to um, I've been to market raising races, mate. How uh, was family it? day, mate. Um, it was all right. For us. It was. It started quite. It started quite well. Um, I won the first three races, and then it all went to shit. Oh, God. so um, I've come down? about thirty quid down, so it's not too bad. But remember That's the old Madri video that you did for me? Yeah, uh, oh, about thirty dear. quid. How how good are we that you know Cleethorpe's Cricket Club's got a decent phone reception? Hannah, how are you? I'm not too bad. I've got a bit of a sore throat though, but I'm soldiering on. Screaming for it. So yeah, we're not we're a man down at least, but watch us struggle through talking about the only nil-nil in the EFL yesterday. Uh and actually through the entire weekend. Um <laughs> I don't really know where to say. Hello, everybody. Um Daniel says evening. Jack says uh hello boys and Hannah. Uh, Simon Hodson says we're later than a Kieran Green tackle, which I think is very rude. And then Can Joshua Donner. I, say, I was yeah. here 10 minutes early, but no one else was. No, I wasn't. I was playing, I was playing overcooked two with my family, and basically we are that close <laughs> to separating and all going our separate ways because it is a stressful game. Um well. We'll get we used to play. Stuff. We used to we used to play that. That, that. that was that was quite a, quite a good game. That was stressful. I didn't like Maisie, it. Maisie likes that. Is that the one where you do that? That's the one where you do the cook. You do the cooking, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know. Then you end screaming up arguing. At, I'm getting screamed at. I'm screaming at Charlie and Leanne, expecting a nine-year-old to be a sous chef. <laughs> but I don't know. Where do we go? Let's um. Let's start this one. I reckon this is going to be... Bruce is on 20%, so I reckon we can't waste any time, really. My, my wa- when, when, when I go running, my, my, watch, my watch is on 20%. It doesn't last long, but I think the, the phone will be all right, I think. Let's go. Let's see. Let's review the game. Open wide for some soccer! And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! At 1130. I don't think I've ever wanted to be able to stand more than my life around there. They're going crazy. Yeah, they got 30 here. They've been fish flying about that. There's no tomorrow. What a magnificent piece of football! A really, really good job. You can't make it straight for that. Love it. Good e- God. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the DN35 podcast. Bruce is in the cricket club. Hannah has got a chest infection. I'm halfway to Berlin. So uh, this is he's, he's not even muted himself. He's just taking me off camera. Right, we'll do that. That's better. Just got crowd uh, we, noise in the background. <laughs> exactly. It's like a live event. And to make things even worse, I think 
I think someone is coming in. There we go, from one cricket club to the other. <laughs> oh, no. So, Bruce is in, Bruce is at Cleethorpe's Cricket Club, and Mike, what looked like he appeared, was in the Oval. So, this shows you we should never put the link in the WhatsApp group. It reminds me of that one time we did the, um, we did a Zoom call with everybody and we put the link up on Facebook and we got a load of spam artists coming on uh, <laughs> and we quickly we quickly changed our ideas on that. Hannah, what was it like yesterday? Good to be back. New roof. Was it leaky? Uh, great to be back. No, no leaks. But the um, chewing gum collection that has always been above Hugh's head as long as I can remember remains because it was on the metalwork instead of the roof. So maybe it's supporting. still exists. There's new... Um, I don't know what you call them new bits of wood holding up the main stand roof as well a new shed <laughs> in the, the pontoon main stand corner i'm not having this that's an old one i, I saw that last season i wanted a signing to come be revealed from it but is it a face painting place now yeah uh well there was face painting lady in there the other day um what else is new i'm just thinking there's um a new warm-up goal which they folded up and wheeled off much more professionally and they've turned oh. the ramp out of the ground as well for it to be wheeled off on um i can't think what else yeah a few a few bits here and there that were noticeable i'd say it looks a lot nicer and the whole you know the entrance ways into the pontoon are all been you know doled up and painted so they look a little bit posher than they were they're all black I honestly didn't notice that. Yeah, all black <laughs> with a club with a club club emblem at the top. That wasn't bad. Bruce, has the lower been given any treatment, or are you not there? I didn't notice there. Uh, the, there's not a lot in the lower. It's quite basic, isn't it? There's not really. Um, How much soap did you get? Um, got a little bit wet, which for the opening game of the season is a little bit disappointing, but but it is what it is. Uh, it's you know global warming and all that shit, but um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it was uh, no, it was it was all right. Uh, the, the the ground, Hannah's right. The ground the ground does look smart. Um, it looks mighty impressive. Whether that gets you three points on a Saturday or not uh, it remains to be seen. But um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was it was nice to be back. Um, everything looks great. We didn't really quite fire in front of goal, but a lot of what we did. I thought, I mean, obviously you watched it. I thought a lot of what we did was very nice, was very pretty. Um, and I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon and say we can't score goals after one game because that's just stupid. Um, you know, I think this team will go, I think this team will grow and get better. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was okay. I, I thought we would win and I hoped we would win. We didn't, but it's not the end of the world. Well, it is a side without a win all year. The last win was back in December. So um, it's, you know, it's a long old, it's been a long old time for Wimbledon fans. So they brought a fair few given their record. Um, yeah. What was, what was your overriding thoughts on it, Hannah? Because I've got a few. I thought, to be fair, I thought it was, a, considering it was nil-nil, it was a pretty entertaining game. They looked just as good a side as we did. It could have gone either way. I think if it, if it was going to go one way, it would have only been by a goal. Um. They they looked slightly better when they switched their number nine to the other side. So when he was up against Rogers, he had no chance, but he, he looked a bit better. Um, and then they, they took him off. 
and I can't remember the name of the guy who came on, but he looked really good. Um, great double save for the pen. Um, read it well, which is good. Um, but yeah, it was. I think my only, not not a critique, but the the notable noticeable thing for us was that we didn't get Rose into the game enough. I felt like he had more to offer, and I wanted to see a bit more from him. But overall, there was no weak link, and I was really impressed with what I saw. I mean, that's 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 good to hear. I, my my overriding thought was it didn't feel much different from most of the home games last season. We were half decent on the ball, you know, controlled a lot of the play. But when you've got an organised team of ten behind the ball, we just cut. I thought the delivery in was pretty poor, and we only tested them from long range. I thought we were better. We were certainly quicker and, you know, stronger than we they, we were last season, especially in that first sort of five, ten minutes. And Hurst made a point of saying it on the interviews afterwards that he wanted to try and get Wimbledon on the back foot from the, the very start. But I thought it was, you know, very similar to last season. We've got no one, no one to put it away. Yeah, but that was, it was, only, it was only, it's only the first game, isn't it? We thought, we had, we, you know, we must have had five or six making the debuts yesterday. I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge that after one game. You know, it's, it's too, it's too early. It's, you know, let's let's give this take this team a chance to grow and settle, and um, you know if we if we're not scoring in five or six games, then maybe. But I think that you know this the new season's got to start with a clean slate. You, you can't we, we can't harp on harp back to last year. I don't think. No, no I I don't. yeah. Sorry, I, I was quite surprised. Um, I haven't seen any of pre-season, so um, I can only go off you know what I've seen on Twitter really. I was quite surprised with the players I liked. I really, really liked Issa. And um, I thought perhaps he could have even got forward a bit more. I thought he looked a threat. And up until today, uh, yesterday, I was questioning why Waterfall wasn't featuring much. So I love Waterfall. But having seen Rogers, I totally get it. Like, he is just class. Like, he's so good. And... Um, kind of wished he was captain really he 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 commanded the team well i think all in all pretty decent then i, I mean i've got to say this, i agree i do agree with you bruce but i have to review the games as we see them and we've had you know more of a long run in pre-season this time around than we did last year and you know i didn't see it was much different to what we were served up last season in terms of you know struggling to break down teams that are well organized and well drilled but you know long way to go still as you say lot to lot to you know a lot of teams to gel in and plays to gel in but they have had a considerable amount of time to do that compared to last season if that's not too critical i thought we were good as well i thought we were you know entertained at times i will say hunt is miles better he's bulkier his first half he was yeah he looked way stronger than than we'd seen him last season. So he's definitely done a lot of work. I'm not sure who the captain is now, Ben. I think it's it the guy from Rose. Captain Phillips. Oh, Rose. Rose, yeah. It's not Captain Phillips. I think you... I don't I don't think he's a bad captain. I just think he was so on his own up the pitch, it seemed a strange choice. And that's always the argument, isn't it, with both a keeper as a you know, as yeah. a captain and a striker. Um, yeah. I think I think the um, what you said, Alex, was was right, and Hurst mentioned it in his. We said it at the time. I I thought we played well for the first twenty twenty five minutes of both halves, um, and then we sort of petered out. But like I say, I'm, I'm not going to use him on one on one game. But 
But we did. But I, I do agree with you completely. We we said it yesterday in the stands that our delivery, our final ball was appalling. Uh, whether that was a cross or a pass or whatever, we just didn't really create anything for anybody that was in the box. And I think that's another reason why it's quite hard to judge the forwards because I don't think we created them a lot of chances yesterday, particularly. No, the only one you could ever be critical of Rose for was the one when in the first half in front of you when he stepped inside his man and it, it looked like a really tired shot that he dragged wide of the post in towards the, you know, cage corner. Um, that was the only one where I think he would have been disappointed with what he was able to get onto it. Granted, if he was six foot three, he might have been able to have made that header from that wonderful move in the first half as well. Yeah, no, I thought that. I thought he was, I thought he, I did, like Hannah said, I, we didn't see a great deal of him yesterday, but I thought Conte was very tired, very tired, very tidy on the ball. Um, and and I, somebody had said somewhere that before the game that the ball seems to sort of attract to him without him seem to, seeming to move. And he did seem to be in the right place at the right time a lot of times to to break the play up. I thought he was good. I think, like one of you just said, I thought Rogers looked really good. Um, I can see why Malarkey's been chosen over a Fete uh, early early in the season. I Don't be looked... saying that. We'll have Sam joining half drunk from the over. <laughs> I saw Sam yesterday. We were we were outside the market tavern. Um, door knocking because we thought the place would be open and we, was, we were waiting to get in at 12 and all of a sudden this this uh, friend of mine appeared from uh, across the across near Steeles and uh, I was like I'm sure I recognise that face and sure enough he was uh, he was on good form and fair play to him I mean you know he made a good effort he travelled up from London just for the day um, which which I which I think you know when he's got a season ticket is you know he's, he deserves a lot of credit and I don't give him credit lightly. <laughs> yeah, no, he he does it. Yeah, but you know, let's be honest, Bruce. He's not got much on now. He's on, um, you know, the political version of school holidays. So, or garden, is he uh, on gardening leave before he get before he gets moved on? Yeah, pretty much it. That's what it is. Before he has to go work in Conservative <laughs> HQ, um, he's not here to defend himself. So, um, I'll be less mean than usual. Um, <laughs> Daniel Dan Lewis says that he thought the referee. We got little from the referee yesterday. I thought he was all right, and I've got to say, I've got a blinder of a you know shit ref clacks and video to go up and I was desperate to use it but I didn't think he warranted it I thought it was a pen I thought we could have had one as well we came away saying there was maybe two instances we really disagreed but I mean he gave Rose nothing but for in his opinion Rose was just getting out muscled I think so yeah I can't I can't really critique him based on the shit we've seen in recent years to be honest I thought there was a lot of shirt pulling that went unpunished and I think it gets it goes unpunished too often um, and sometimes you know in, in their favour so you, you know you do give someone you give someone you get some or you get given someone you give you know you you get some or whatever but it was it was uh, I don't think the ref was that bad um, um, I don't know maybe I'm some it was very the whole day just seemed a little bit pre-season just not, just not quite there yeah it was a bit, little bit flat I thought the you know, the, the, I thought the fans, the atmosphere, the loudest part of the ground, and whether it's just because we're sat there, when it, when they get going, is the upper. You know, yeah. I, I, I I think the, day, the days are gone when you get a really good atmosphere from the pontoon and Hannah sits in there, so maybe she can defend them. But I, I, I don't know whether it, I, I, you know, it might sound out of, I don't know whether it's the new fans that don't, that don't get the, the sort of the, what, 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 what being an, an old school, if you like, or, you know, the, the sort of 
you know, they're going to enjoy the day, you know, the, the, the singing and stuff, maybe don't get that they need to do that. I, I, it sounds awful and maybe it's, maybe it's not just them, but I, I still think that we've still got the same problem that we talked about last season. A lot of people have kept the seats and the, the people that want to sing are scattered in amongst people that don't. And it's not like the old days of standing. I know it's 25 years ago, but where you could move to where you wanted to be or on an away day, you'll walk in and nine times out of 10, oh, they're singing over there. I'll go and sit near them. And most of the time, we don't give a shit about where we're sitting, do we? You know, we don't, we don't do the proper seat thing. Um, I think there needs to be some sort of effort to get the people that want to sing sat together. And that might sound stupid. I don't know. Yeah, I think the the pontoon really is a family stand now. And in a way, that's lovely. It's lovely that it's that welcoming enough that, um, it's like myself, I've taken my daughter in from age one. But, but yeah, I agree that it's, we've lost that, that bite from the old, old ways that the crowds were. Um, also, I sit bang in the middle and you'll get the left-hand side will sing and the right-hand side will sing. And sometimes they are singing in totally different rhythms. And when you're sat in the middle, you don't know which way to go. And sometimes they don't even sing the same song. So, it, yeah, they, there's no, like, coherent crowd in there at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it is, there's family vibes. Yeah, and I, I, do you know what? It's nice, but I don't, I don't, I don't like that. That's what the pontoon should be for. Is for, and you know, we've talked about it a lot of times on this podcast. Where I think you know, it's you know, an, a microcosm of the the housing crisis. People who are now in their fifties and sixties who should have long moved on, and would have moved on when it was an old, you know, an old terrace, and have gone into the upper or you know, an Osmond paddock, have stayed, and they've they've you know stayed in that area, and now have split everybody else up who are a little bit younger and want to bounce about. And, you know, that's a problem for the fans, but also at the same time, the club haven't addressed the issues. They haven't changed it. They haven't tried to do anything to mark it up. I don't, I've been following the club since what, the mid nineties. I don't think Blundell Park has a particularly raw, raucous atmosphere and never has. I remember early two thousands in the championship, I sat right in the middle of the pontoon and it was very, you know, it was very, you know, quiet and tired and not much singing and bouncing along. They can't put an end on the pontoon because apparently it blocks a CCTV camera. So that's why that end near the loudest singing part is not got an end on it to keep it, you know, to keep the sound in. And the club haven't, you know, taken the opportunity in pre-season to go, right, this is an area where if you want to make a noise, you can go. And I think there's an, I think it's a good idea to make the pontoon a family stand, but then find an area somewhere else in the ground, whether it's, you know, in the Osmond stand or if it's somewhere else where you can make a bit of noise. Um, but the club haven't done anything about it, so it will stay the same as what it is. And I don't think nah. the change in football will make it much better either. You would think, wouldn't you, yesterday, first game of the season, um, seven, you know, seven, just over 7,000 fans in the ground, you would think it was going to be um, raucous, like you say. Uh, you know, first, you know, we're up for it. Everyone's a bit optimistic. I've not, I've not seen anyone that thinks we've had a bad transfer window, you know, uh, and, it, and it just didn't really... It didn't really happen, but I mean, we know we're, we're not we're not here. To we're, we're just we're just cherry that, picking, but, aren't we? But yeah. but I, but I do think I do think the atmosphere um, could be a lot better, and I, and I, and I, I think there's, there's there's several factors that we've talked about why you know why that is. But but yeah, I uh, I think um, do you think do you think just sort of and I'm sort of skipping about a bit, but I've only got I'm, I'm less than ten percent now. Um, do you think that we'll play? A vastly different side on Tuesday, or do you think that he'll go with um, something sort of? You know, he wants to give, get, wants to try and get them gelling 
to, together his first team? Or do you think we might see Cartwright and Waterfall back in? And, you know, what, what, do, you, what do you both think we'll, we'll do? I think, I don't, I don't know the extent of coming back from injury and, and um, whatnot, but I think when Pike came on, that we should have seen him sooner. So perhaps we might see more of Pike on Tuesday. I I I think yeah I agree with Hannah I think there'll be wholesale changes. I, what's the point in having a strong squad like he's got and not using it to its you know best of its ability into what was it it was a it was a seven out of ten performance I think yesterday and and why not look at other the players that can offer something else up I expect we'll see waterfall I'd expect to see Cartwright in goal I'll expect to see uh, no Khan's injured isn't he but I think you know I think we'll see a fair few changes coming I would expect Hollahan to play. Um, is um what is Wilson injured? I think so. I is do it? believe so. I, Bruce, I do you know more about that? I've muted him, so maybe you can't unmute him. Oh no, there he is. Can, can one of you just tell me as well? Uh, when I watched the Sheffield Wednesday game on Friday night, I, I could swear they said it was five substitutes from nine. Is and, and I can't see how that would be any different in the um. In, in, the lower league, league. in League Two to the Championship, so why did we only name seven subs? Have we not got room in the in the dugout? <laughs> the, there's the got problem? to, there's got to what? be an eagle-eyed listener who knows that whether it's changed from seven to nine. I've got, not that I'm Hurst sure that, You would think, wouldn't, I'm sure that it said that there were no, that, that, that in the Championship the other day, and I could be wrong. It's it's quite regular, isn't it? Let's be honest, but. Um, you know, I'm sure they said that, that they could now John play Lewis five, has got the answer. five from nine. So he says, Hurst mentioned five from nine and it got voted down in League Two. So it is, is by division? I guess so. Bloody hell. I thought Let's I, I didn't realise. It, were... it won't affect us. Don't worry. No, but I didn't realise. You know, I thought the Football League was the Football League and their rules were the rules. You know, but yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. No. I, and I don't understand. There's enough clubs in this te- this league where you know nine is gives you an opportunity to put a couple of youngsters on the bench, or hey, God, at least put a fan on the bench and charge him three grand for the privilege. It's and nice if not, to see it's... back with a keeper on the bench. I must say. Yeah, exactly. But no, listen, I'm going to go because my, my, my battery's not my, it's, it's not great, and before before I before I leave unceremoniously. Um, but yeah, I I think that there's there's plenty of room for. I think there's plenty of room. There'll be no bushes tonight. I think um, there's, there's plenty of room for optimism, and I think we'll be absolutely fine. And I think this this team, some some of the team, the midfield, I really like the look off. Those, those three that started in midfield, they they you know I'm, I love the fact that Alex Hunt's in there um, because I think he's got a lot to offer. And uh, alongside Conte and Clifton, I think he'll he'll do all right. Yeah, agreed. Right, I'll yeah, see you both after. soon. Okay, Aki, Alec, apparently Alec Capicania is here with us to give you all your mortgage advice and all your, you know, investment needs. Uh, he's enjoying not having to look at Bruce, which is a bit rude for a convicted fraudster. But um, it is what uh, it is. Han- <laughs> Hannah, what were you... Note, bye. Oh, yeah, love you and leave you, is it? Yeah, of course. Um, Hannah, in terms of what you were expecting this season, is that... Is is were they the sort of levels you're expecting? You haven't seen much of it. You were expecting this sort of performance, or you know, better um, or less. Who well, stood I've, out? 
So I do the POM every game, and my prediction was that we would win 3-0. So I would say I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> but um, it honestly, it wasn't a bad start. Like, I went to Orient away at the start of last season, and it felt like we were slapped in the face. And it doesn't feel like that. So, yeah, it's definitely an improvement. Um, obviously, Orient then went on to run away with it. But, yeah, I think... Um, we're, I think we're building something um, and it, you know it felt positive around the ground the whole game there was maybe one angry shout from the pontoon that was noticeable so um, yeah I think um, we can definitely take a lot from the game and and move move on yeah do you know what it, it did feel different yesterday I know the scoreline didn't necessarily suggest it had changed much from home performance of last year but you know Wimbledon went into this knowing full full well that they're you know up against it a little bit and we've we've got a stronger tag than we've had before so it's going to even be even harder now to break down teams in lead two than it may would have been when they had an opportunity to come and take three points so it's whether or not we've got that attacking edge I saw Armstrong you know at Harrogate didn't play yesterday you never know. He's got a number of clubs interested. So hopefully it's only between us and Scunny and maybe Gainsborough. And then we can take the guy on. Uh, but it's just, as Daniel Lewis says, we look better in all areas. And I think we do. I think it's, you know, it's that sort of thing. We look 5%, 10% better in each in each area. Malarkey looked brilliant. Uh, you know, sort of moving forward. I thought Vernon did really well. And there were a couple of times when he was kind of, he didn't have any support in front of him. So what he ended up doing was sort of driving inside and did yeah. it a couple of times actually almost switching the play by dribbling it from one side of the pitch to the other i i think him and glennon need to work on them linking up with each other a bit better it just it wasn't as fluid as they're they're both highly skilled players but perhaps they they didn't quite read each other right yesterday and i actually thought the other wing was stronger but I think they are absolutely both players that will get better and um, be a force to be reckoned with. Um, and I think I think Vernon's got way more to give than what he gave yesterday, to be honest. Like, um, it was great to have him back and he did nothing wrong. But I just, I was missing that sparkle that he sometimes shows. Yeah, and I think as well, there was that opportunity where, I think I've already mentioned it, where Rose steps inside. He had Conte to the left of him sort of squarer but I can understand you get a little bit of route to you know tunnel vision at that point and then I think yeah. Vernon was on the overlap as well I could if when that sort of you know arrangement and they gel a little bit more then they'll, you, you'll see them sort of maybe flick it outside for a one-two or, or whatever it may yeah. do but we've got so many to play players that are so good at delivering a ball whether it's Glennon or yeah. Hunt or um I think you know Clifton isn't terrible at putting a ball in either I'm so yeah, Amos, I'm so surprised. Yeah, I was so surprised with the corners we were putting in. We're so, I mean, it's different. You've not, you've no longer got Luke Waterfall to, you know, aim at. You've got Rogers. That's true. But I don't know what he's like aerially speaking. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know what he's like in, in the air. He looked strong in defensive headers, but in that, I, he I certainly took up that position, didn't he? Based, yeah, based on yesterday, it, it seemed to be more. It looked more like Mar would get there, um, and again he he had a great game. I thought maybe maybe with Rogers it would be um, 
he'd be the weaker link, but he wasn't at all. Like they were both absolutely solid at the back. Um, I think one thing I did take is that the fitness levels across the board were a lot, lot better. You you could tell they'd been working on that over summer. Yeah, absolutely. We seem to be the stronger of the two teams at the end of it as well. And given, you know, we've got a hell of a tough run between now and the end of October. So it's uh, fitness is very much needed. Did you think it was a pen? I know you probably the worst view of everybody in the ground. but um, Yeah, honestly, it was like a dot to me. So I've got no idea and I haven't watched it back. Yeah, it, I mean, for me, it did. I, I thought, you know, Rose... One thing that was picked up on commentary that you probably guys, you and Bruce don't notice is Tonda and 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 I believe it was Croft were really picking up on Danny Rose's theatrics throughout, like yeah. you know, yeah. being quite theatrical with it all and whether it was rubbing the referee up the wrong way. I thought he had a good shout at the, in the first half where I think he was getting held around his body, um, and then there was another one later on as well. But um, I uh, think the yeah. ref, yeah, he just. He decided that Rose was going to go down a lot and that he was going to ignore them all. I think he just thought Rose perhaps was being outmuscled. Um, and he, like, obviously is a small guy as well. I, I don't know. But um, he did go down a lot. He, he really <laughs> did. Um, Daniel Lewis says, nobody appealed against it, so made my mind up. El Hucho Sr. said, um, definitely a penalty from the upper. Richard Sutcliffe already also says it was definitely a penalty. Uh, Richard Sutcliffe also asks, says, uh, is that Noah Fete, maybe it's time for this change. I don't know, Richard. I think there's, however much we like to, you know, play up to it on here, mostly to annoy Sam. I think, um, I think there's still a lot for him to come with. And if he's got a little yeah. bit more, dif you know, cover in front of him, I think he'll be a better player for it. And you just have to remember that with Fete on the pitch, there's a chance of him scoring as well. Which yeah, is out. it's rare for players in that position, but he does. He, I think, he makes more errors defensively, which is unfortunate because that's his position. But you can rarely fault him going forwards, and um, certainly when he played with um, Emmanuel, I thought he was a different player, I thought he was really, really good. So, um, yeah, you never know. Had FD played yesterday, it could have been one nil. Yeah, you know, straight through okay, Sutton Torquay-esque. <laughs> um, John Lewis backing me up saying John uh, Rose's first dive was quite comical uh, and that went against him for the rest of the match in the yeah. eyes of the ref. I think there is something about that sort of, you know, what would you what do you call it in retail? You call it sort of like, you know, the buyer's like anchoring price. Whenever you see the first initial price or, you know, you first anchor your first thoughts on something of an impression, that's what you get. And I think Rose may well have been guilty of that yesterday. Uh, Harry says, yes, Penn's seen it again in the way. And I think Eastwood would have saved it anyway. Not that it mattered. I think it was a really poor penalty, but Eastwood did really well to get down low. Yeah, I watched the interview with him as well. And um, he said how much time they'd put into studying you know, other teams, how they're taking their pens and he was told exactly what to do and he did it. So it just goes to show the, the skill of our coaching staff as well, which is brilliant. Yeah, Richard Sutcliffe makes a point of that as well, doesn't he? So the, and the analyst told the keeper in advance which way to go um, mm. and he could he, he got down there and, and it made the count and on the follow-up as well, you know, so many keepers are guilty of making that first initial save and then maybe not getting the getting to the second one as quickly, but he did his best. Uh, what are your thoughts on the new refereeing rules, says Harry? I know we had quite, you guys had a long old wait 
Yeah, um, in the pontoon. I think once they get the scoreboard timing sorted out, it'll be better because you know constantly checking your watch every thirty seconds for nine minutes, and of and it went on longer than than nine in the end. Was you know you just like I want to go, I want to go. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily mind it if it's genuine time that's being wasted and and certainly yesterday I don't think anyone um sort of deliberately wasted time which was good um but yeah I think like for example the multi-ball system was hardly used um I think perhaps that that needs a bit more training um, there was just some very hard working and quick ball boys running around lobbing them in from halfway halfway line for the keeper yeah, and um, there's a new rule with what's considered not offside. So that might be interesting to see as the season pans out, if there's any questionable goals that come from that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's, do you know what? I haven't even read the offside one. That's going to be interesting. Right. Wait for me to kick off about it. Yeah, I, I mean, read it yourself because I only scanned it, but... I, no, I'm not even. I'm not going to attempt because I can just imagine the comments that will come from it. But basically, it could lead to questionable goals being scored. Uh, let's have a quick look. Uh, da, 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 da. Treatment of players, key law changes, denial of uh, where a player commits an offence against an opponent within within their own penalty area and denies an obvious scoring opportunity. The referee rewards a yellow card for the offence. A red card will be shown in all other circumstances. Oh. So he could have been sent off yesterday. Then a red will be yeah, shown in. There's one yeah. where if the, if the keepers if if the keepers if the players surround the ref, he has to give at one at least one yellow to someone. Yeah. Well. Uh, regard regarding offside uh, of determining a deliberate play by a defender. A deliberate play is when a player has control of the ball with the possibility of passing the ball to a teammate or gaining possession of the ball or clearing the ball. If a player is considered to be in control of the pass, attempt to gain possession or clearance, this would be a deliberate play when the attacker is in an offside position. So is that basically so, pressure, pressuring from an offside position, basically? Yeah, say if, I think, if like Rogers goes to head the ball but doesn't, Yeah, that's that's like a play and the guy behind him can take it and score. I think because we fell foul of that at Dagenham and Redbridge last, not last season, the season before, when they booted the ball up long and we went to head it and yeah. it missed him and he was offside, but he wasn't because it was from a goal kick or something. Yes, um, yeah, something like that. It's going to um, be a lot of fun. Yeah, you're, I think we'll have to see an example of it, like with lines and arrows and stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. There's going to be a goal somewhere that's going to be questionable and you can guarantee it will go against us. That's going to be nightmarish. Yeah. But I don't, it's, it's interesting. What is, I'm not a Blundell Park enough. And if I ask Bruce and Sam, they'd take the piss. But what is it like now? You know, it's effectively a home. There was four seats left, I think, you know, with an hour or two to go before kickoff yesterday. Um, yeah. Um, does Blundell Park cope? Because it used to always feel full at 5,000. What's it like at seven and a half? Is that... Um, I mean, there were there were more empty seats than what that suggests. But, yeah, I mean, we did we weren't massively late home. Um, 
as I said on Twitter, the toilets do not flush, which is really unsanitary. And the... is that the only? Is that only the the women's toilets, or oh, can someone? They're the, they're the only ones I went in, Alex. So... That's not true. Uh, if anybody can give, you know, give us advice, do the toilets flush in the blokes in the pond? So I, I am specifically talking about the pontoon female toilets don't flush at half time. And the, both the hot and cold water is just a small, cold trickle. Yeah. Um, and all in all, it's, it is really gross. And you'd expect to be able to have a, um, a pleasant toilet experience at any event you attend. Andrew Niles says the men's toilets do flush. Yeah, Hugh too. said the urinals were fine, but um, they, they they're not yeah. meant to flush you. <laughs> but I know I've spoken to someone in the past, and I believe it's an issue with Anglian water. Um, I don't it? know the ins and outs, but um, yeah, that was that was what I was told last season. I think so. Um, I guess we just have to deal with it. Ben, you're not getting any credit for a joke like that. The ones for royalty flush, they call it a royal flush. No, no, we're not having it. No dad jokes on here. So much change on the toilets. Well, apparently the main stand ones have been improved and the main stand looks better, but yeah, I haven't I been think, in there to say. I think the trusts have um, got some money to to do their toilets as well. So um, perhaps it's a gradual, a gradual improvement that we'll see around the ground. And I think we are seeing a gradual improvement. The only thing, you know, yeah. I think there needs to there needs at the end of a season is the opportunity to take the chance to change the atmosphere, create a singing section if you want, you know, and you know, unfortunately, dispel a couple of people. I saw someone come up and say, well, "I wouldn't really want to tell people who sat in a seat to then move." Well, unfortunately, yeah. that if they if they're not making a racket in the middle of the pony, then that's what it was originally there for. So you know, don't yeah. gentrify don't don't gentrify a pontoon stand. You do get that argument, though, because, I mean, there's clearly people that didn't release their seats, even yeah. with an incentive, probably because that's their seat and no one else should sit there. I, I don't know. Maybe that's their mindset. And um, and there are traditions, you know, that person sits there, their dad sat there, their granddad sat there. You know, I think you underestimate how important some some seats are to people. Um, I've seen a feature, I think maybe the match day program did it a few seasons ago about your seat your seat and um yeah to some people it's whatever but to some it it does mean oh it means a lot yeah maybe, maybe they I'm should getting... have a chair and replace it with a new one maybe i'm getting cynical but i'm thinking those seats were put in 1995 but maybe i'm just getting old and forgetting that that's quite a while ago now <laughs> yeah, but especially say you've had a loved one that's no longer here. Yeah, but we can and find something similar. You know what I mean? I've but, always quite liked the idea. You know, the main stand seats are pretty grotty. If you could yeah. like color them in, like design yeah. them yourself. I think they got some blow torches on them the other season, didn't they? Yeah, Wayne did. Yeah, but you know, like if you gave them to like a school kid, you say, right, this is your seat. You can get some. What are they? Popesco. Um, <laughs> coloring sticks and you can you know color them in your own color with your own design on them i and thought that'd be good yeah. you stand up and you've got the print all down your back well hopefully not but yeah <laughs> something like that maybe that'd be great everyone just has to wear white t-shirts to the first game of the season and then they get an imprint of their seat on the back of their shirt maybe that's the way to go but i, I quite like that idea instead if you want to you know a, a seat to remember someone by would be quite good that way or yeah. i don't know 
There's yeah, I suppose you could have memorial, like you do. We've a got pet. a wall, don't we? You could have a little placard on a seat saying "In memory of." Like on a yeah, like on a park bench. Yeah, you could maybe go down that route and then. In loving memory of my granddad, yeah. who used to call the referee a bell end from yeah. the seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, I might look at moving seats if the dickhead is behind me every week. Simon, who is it? You've got to admit now who's the dickhead behind you. Uh, Ed L. Hutcho wants to know, any ideas what the third kit looks like or is it not being released? I wonder, if, is it not the pink one from last season? Or no, maybe the they, blue one? they said, um, I, I believe there were delays approving it um, okay. by the EFL, maybe. And I'm Oh sure my God, they... is it a middle finger or something? I don't know. We, we 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 hate Yorkies in massive front print. <laughs> but I'm sure I read. I don't know if I read this officially or on the fishy, but one or the other said it's the same coming, thing. It's coming in September, apparently. Let's say we don't have to. Hang on, we got Notts County next week. What's their away shirt like? Don't know. If it's red, we're buggered. I've got no idea. No. Uh, Officially, okay, yeah, thanks. I don't, I, I didn't get that one. <laughs> uh, well, it's you know what, Mansfield next and then Notts County, so we're not you know moving very far away, so we'll be saving on petrol at least for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, what are your expectations on on that? Are you expecting us? We we did all right in the League Cup last year, beat crew, and then obviously went out to Premier League Nottingham Forest. Are you expecting the yeah, are you expecting uh... Hurst to go hard on that? I think, yeah, he's got the squad numbers to do so. I think we'll give them a good game. Um, Notts County had a, was it their keeper sent off? But I don't know how how many games. Oh, we've got banned. to talk about that. Is he, is he banned for one or is he banned oh, on Tuesday or for Saturday? I don't know. We're going to have to, I'll find out and we'll, we'll tweet it out. Uh, I see, but, this um, is why we, we need Sam and Mike for this sort of They're chat. nerdy <laughs> enough to know that stuff. But, you know, come to think of it, you've got, you know, both Wrexham and Notts County came back to earth with a bump. Yeah. Last this week shows that it's not all easy. Uh, straight red says Daniel Lewis, so it's three game ban, so we shouldn't no. expect to see him. So that means Slocum. Am I right in saying it's Slocum against us on Saturday? I, oh, I don't know. You have well, far more knowledge than I do on this. I think. I think he. I'm sure he's there back up. Um. Well, where was I going with that? Yeah, back to work with the bump we were last season, Alex. So you can't really say anything about the first game. No, that's true. I've got uh, Slocum, yes. Praying for a third kit dock similar to how Man United did theirs, says El Hutcho Senior. I don't think Man United did a dock tower on their shirt, did they? <laughs> um, Mansfield, Mansfield also had a defense defender get a straight red, so we won't see him for the league game either. Does Slocum get cramp? Yeah, it's just a bit slower though, Ben. Um, <laughs> it would have been a tongue twister had we had Crocum. I would, would have and Slocum. to see how Tonda dealt with Crocum and Slocum. Question is, does does the goalkeeper goalkeeper Slocum have a cap, and does he call it by the you know the uh, rather crude version of it instead, a la nineteen seventies TV shows? Um, am I way behind you? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it should even go over my head, but um, I'm sure someone will get it. Um, and then you've got um, Notts County. Ticket sorted, all ready to go? Yep, and Dad messaged me today saying he'd booked a table in Hooters. So 
Can't wait for that. <laughs> I see he's added an additional uh, piece of uh, merchandise to the Case de Mariners flag. No, that existed from last time we had Vernon. Right. Um, okay. Then and then what Vern... do you have to iron it off? No, no, it gets better. Vernon left, and his friend's wife, who was a seamstress, stitched a town shirt on top of Vernon. Um, so she was able to unpick the shirt this season and unveil Vernon once more. <laughs> That's amazing. That has more yeah. entertainment than my flag does. So expect to see that around. Charles yeah. Vernon glowing. Where's are you not gonna add Dean Henderson to it as well? Dean Henderson. He's from Caster, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, I thought he or was his nan from Caster. I think his nan might have been from Caster, and that's why he came here on loan. The only other one I'm aware of was Andy Taylor back in the day. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yes, Andy Taylor. Oh, and Brian Hill from back, back in the day. From the bill. Uh, Al Hutcher says, they did a statue of the Busby Babes outside as they were, okay. Uh, Nolan Shoes says, Tonda thought that Raiko Pike was Kieran Green at one point. Uh, I, I'm going to give him it for the numbers because it is hard for them. But as I said, you know, cricket commentators from TMS had to spend a dec had to spend decades picking out players just by their walk because they didn't have numbers on the back. So John Tonda should get used to it; it'll be fine. I did. Um, I did like the the minute Harry Powell came on, Hurst went. We need to get Kieran Green up. (laughs) Just for the lols. Just for the lols. No, because Powell came on and it would have been Hunt on him. So it would have been very unfair. Well, I just wanted to see. He didn't do it, though. But it would have been lovely to see Kieran Green two feet him into the the Grimsby Road. It would have been a lot more entertaining. I mean, Um, to be fair, he kept him at bay. He did his job. Yeah, absolutely. Alex Hunter, Alex, have you got your flag back yet? No, I haven't, Daniel. Thank you very much for bringing it up. If anybody wants to buy a new one for us, you're more than welcome to. I don't know whether or not we buy it again and, you know, Phoenix from the Flames it, or whether we, you know, we think of something new. But um, uh, we shall see. There are, there. I've been asked to design a couple of other flags for people, but uh, we won't tell you which ones they are in case they get, you know, lambasted by the, the fans like our much beloved one has. Um, Harry wants to know if Notts County is sold out. I do not know. Um, um, I've seen lots of people asking for tickets on Facebook, which would indicate it may well be. There we go. Maybe <laughs> so. Oh, you're, probably, you're probably right. I wouldn't be surprised. And You know, quite a few went to begin with. Uh, surely someone knows. Who's... To be honest, Daniel, I don't think it was a mariner that stole it. I reckon it was just everyone else had gone and a steward has chucked it in the bin. And before they knew it, they couldn't say anything about it and didn't get it back. You know, they had to get their back, their vengeance back somehow, but um, it'll be there and help watch them get relegated. El Hutcher says, secretly thinking Hurst, what he can make. Well, I don't think Hurst is far more professional than we are, El Hutcho. He didn't want anything to be unbecome to uh, the gracious uh, Harry Pell end. Uh, but, um, you know, he's better than us as a person. What are your thoughts on Notts County then? Are you expecting them to really coming in for vengeance or do you think League Cup will help simmer that down after their disappointing game at Sutton? I honestly expect us to keep them quiet. I can't see why we wouldn't. Um, They're on the back of a loss and perhaps we might be on the back of a win after Tuesday. Um, They're their main keeper down. I think well, I think odds are in our favour. I'd like to hope we can beat them. We always give them a good game when we go to their place as well, which is good. And um, yeah, 
I think I think we're more than capable of keeping them at bay. It's going to be nice to actually play some teams that are going to have a big crowd to be at. And I think that's the yeah. sort of team we raise our game against. Then, you know, you get into Salford. But even looking at the pick, you know, you've only got Salford and Crawley in the first two months of the season where, you know, you'd be expecting something less. The away games, I'd expect every team to bring a fair share. Walsall, Notts mm-hmm. County, you know, you know, to go into those games will be full, full in full swing, you know, at home, maybe yeah. a little bit quieter. I like that we've got some bigger games early on because those teams won't be in the middle of excellent runs of form because they're all getting started too. So it is almost a more level playing field. Didn't everyone, you know, the, I, I can't even, I didn't even look at the results, but I know Wrexham lost, Notts County lost. Did Bradford lose as well, I believe. So, so yeah. So you've got three of the big hitters there that have already sort of, you know, Having to look, play a bit of catch up. Yeah. If you look at the table, it looks like it's flipped on its head at the moment. You can't you can't be looking at the table already. Are you really I, I went to look at the results and it's got the table at the bottom where, where I look. They and can't be looks, putting a table out already. It looks flipped flipped in reverse. That's amazing. Um, I think Morecambe might have won or or drawn. They they certainly were winning, which oh, yeah, surprised me. Um let's have a look. Couldn't find a louder keyboard to bring into a studio. So, official results. So, Colchester and Swindon's game was postponed. Yeah. Uh, which is brilliant for a first game of the season, being waterlogged. Stockport lost to Gillingham, which yeah. is a pretty big end. Crew drew with Mansfield, who lost the player as well. Accrington beat Newport 3 0. Wrexham lost 5 3 to uh, Franchise FC. Donny lost at home to Harrogate which is pretty good considering their top top scorer sort of put himself out. Forest Green beat Salford uh, in a in a record attendance there of about 12 people. Uh, Crawley beat uh, 10 men Bradford. Sutton beat not 10 men Notts County 5-1. Tramier lost to Barrow. Morecambe beat Walsall. So quite a few, you know, I would say yeah. went against it. So, you know, it's an entertaining. Maybe we didn't, maybe we shouldn't, I shouldn't be feeling so down or maybe I'm just being uber critical. I think don't write Dillingham off though, because after their the money they spent in January, so much. like, and they did rock it up the league, albeit from the bottom, so you couldn't really tell. I think absolutely they're probably the dark horse of the league. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's um, I think they are given the cash they spent. Um, talking of other ones that are going through, what were the scores? Cleethorpe's, Cleethorpe's Town drew with Loughborough Dynamos 1-1 in the FA Cup. What did Grimsby Borough do? Let's have a quick check of them, those guys as well. Um, Grimsby Borough, I thought they'd have been playing an FA Cup preliminary round yesterday as well, but apparently they beat, um, they lost to us was their last game, which is not true. And then Chiffy says, uh, as in true GD- GTFC under the radar fashion, uh, the women's team went to Lincoln today for a friendly versus Rushton Sports and won 1-0 with a goal from Danny Brighton, which is great to hear the women's team off. Jiffy, if you get any more details on that, we will happily have the guys on, have a chat with them. Um, Probably best not call them guys. I feel like it's the 100 again. Um, But um, please do pass it on and we'll happily have them on to have a chat and and talk about the season up and coming in, you know, the new league. Um, Harry agrees with you, uh, Hannah, um, Gillingham and my dark horses. Uh, Grimsby Borough didn't play. It got cancelled. Thank you, Nolan, uh, who is more in touch with it across the pond than I am, um, which is brilliant. 
and also Aldershot won, which is a massive surprise for everyone here in the southeast. But um, I don't think that's really outside of a GU postcode for anyone that's interested in that. So there you go. Um, Am I right in saying the MK Dons win was that the first win at Wrexham since us? Uh, I can find out. I, I I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, didn't they lose to that? Um... The league win. Yeah, maybe so. Let's have a quick look. Uh, da, da, da. Results and matches. Because so they're 21st in the league. They've got they've got Wigan next as well. So you know, yeah, it's not this. They could be coming off two defeats in a row. But they've um, just, they've just signed someone from Wigan, haven't they? They have. Yeah, uh, McLean. Yes, that's. Uh, they didn't. Um, they lost to Sheffield United in the FA Cup, so that doesn't count. Drew Woking. Uh, yeah, that's it. I thought they'd lost to Notts County at home, but they didn't. They beat them. No. Uh, so yeah. So the last time they lost at home was against us. So uh, good on them. Doing well. Um, thank you very much for those guys. Uh, conceded five in possession. Yes, they did. Though no, no one wants to give franchise FC too much credit in the world of football. Uh, but it's nice to see that. But I'm sure uh, we'll come a cropper against any sort of mewings we've got of that early on. Uh, Wrexham and Notts County playing in, uh, in the big boys' cups now. They are. You know, no one's playing in the FA Trophy anymore. Um, Brian McLean must be money. I don't know, Ben. He's always he's always been a decent player from what I know. Uh, but I guess, do you know what? We've done an entire hour. So um, yeah, I am surprised and I've not. You did great, mate. Too much. <laughs> I know you were a bit nervous about doing it, but um, I think you smashed it, and um, it's good to have a different. You know what it opinion. is? I like to have the safety net of either Sam or Mike throwing stats into the conversation because I cannot do that. <laughs> well, as you've shown, as I've shown, that's not my strong point either. <laughs> uh, but we will be back. I'm away next week, but I think we should be able to squeeze something in before Sunday. So. Um, It'll be great to have everybody back and, and to have you all here as well. We'll put this out to download. Um, if you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, so, uh, follow us on Twitter. I think we're on threads, but I'm only putting stuff up there every now and then. Um, and then, you know, give us a review on any podcast app you've got because it does help. Apparently, it's earned us at least $30 in fishing. Oh, actually, that's a good one. If you've had some really random adverts thrown in when you download this podcast, please tell us the best ones they are. We have no idea what they are. They're all American-based. They're, they're all sort of, you know, vote for Senator McConaughey or whatever it is in Virginia's 35th district or something. So, you know, please do let us know because it would be hilarious to see what you get. Um, and and that's it, really. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Go rest up. It's much needed. Uh, and we shall see you all next week. Thank you all so much for joining us. The first game is done. We've just got another 45 to get through before, you know, we can get back to the cricket, which is the real important part of, of sport. Open wide for some soccer! And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! At 1130. I don't think I've ever wanted to be a stand more than my life around there. They're going crazy.
above it.